Episode 93. Nobody knows. It's coming from here. That can't be her. The trouble I see. Nobody knows but Jesus. Who's her? Nobody knows the trouble I see. She's a bitch. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of Mike is EC. How you doing, EC? Doing well, man. Good to be back on and back-to-backs. Uh, hopefully we can have better things to talk about. I guess we do have kind of a big announcement to talk about, but good to be back as always. Good to see you again as well. Good to see you again, man. I know, yes, we, eh, we, it's not really breaking news, but we could, we could talk about uh, what, what's, what's going on behind the scenes of, at the club. But you see, I need I need you to um, settle um, settle something for me, okay? All right. You know, you have a you have best friends, right? You have you know good friends, best friends, right? Yes. Have you heard of the term golf friends? I have. I have heard of the term. Okay. All right. Golf buddies that you golf with, and you know, do you not understand that how? Um, because I'm in a, a dilemma, easy. I'm, I'm very much in this dilemma for tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is obviously a Good Friday, and I have a situation that I'm trying to involve everyone, incorporate everyone, but I do not want to offend my golf friends. Because you know, you see, uh, it's golf friends are similar to barbers, right? Or hairstylists, right? You keep going with them. They're all. I mean, you you just can't you just can't uh, cheat on them like you do, right? You just it's it's, it's sacred. It's sacred. You know, it, you, you're probably not even best friends with these people at all. But you don't cheat on your golf friends, just like you don't cheat on your hairstylist. So I have this dilemma tomorrow that I'm uh, that I'm dealing with, and I'm trying to incorporate my golf friends. In with this new group that I'm trying to, you know, have fun with and play and, you know, just have a good time with. And it's just, I just don't know how to go about it, you see. I'm just, I'm, I need some advice. I mean, am I being too, like, am I being too needy or are they being too needy or, you know, what, what is it, you see? You, you give me advice. Sit me on the couch and you give me marriage advice about my golf friends, please. And I think... Ultimately, if these these golf, you know, the ones that are already your friends, and then the new friends that are going to become new golf friends, I think this would be the perfect opportunity for you to look at the situation and say, you know, let's go ahead and, and, and run a scramble, uh-huh. a friendly scramble. Like an orgy? I, I couldn't hear that last bit. 
I said like an orgy. You want you know? Is it? Is that, is well, I don't know about an orgy, but I would just say a four-player <laughs> scramble where closest ball wins. All your friends can come. You can make it a team thing where you basically have a group of three or four. Uh-huh. Everybody's playing on that team. So whoever hits the ball the closest to the hole, that's the ball you use each and every each and every shot. So you all get to shoot. You all get to play. But you just use the closest ball for each I know, hole. Yeah, we're playing best ball. So, and the, yes, best ball. The, yes, I understand that. So just invite them. Just invite them all. Make it a team thing. Yeah, we. I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. You see, but it's going to cost me a hundred dollars. Listen, there's no. You can't put a price on friendship, especially golf friends. So yeah, you just got to bite. You, you know what I'm going to have to do, easy. And I'm going to tell that? you this: it's just between me, you, and the five listeners that we have uh, have out here. Okay. It's a five. I mean, what I mean, I'm gonna have to pay for a membership for this country club for the month, just to get my golf buddies there, because that's what, okay, that's what, that's where everybody's playing at tomorrow. Okay, so I'm gonna have to pay. And, but don't don't get me wrong, man. It's just, it's an economy package, right? It's like it's only gonna be hundred bucks, but I have to pay hundred bucks to fucking satisfy everyone. You know what I mean? It sucks. You just can't put a price on it. It's not about the money. It's about the friendship, the golf friendship that you're trying to incorporate and merge as one beautiful family. <laughs> this is what it's about. So you just got to don't worry about the hondo. Just know that great things are going to happen. It's going to be nice out. The wind's not going to be blowing too hard. It's going to have some food, some drinks, good golf. It's going to be a good day. You got to think positive about these things. You start, you start spinning your mind into that positive space of how great this this game is going to be. You playing eighteen? Everybody's playing full. They playing nine? Or what are you guys doing? We're playing a full eighteen and uh, best ball twosome, like you're talking about a scramble, yeah. twosome scramble. Uh, we're playing. I think it's uh, fifty bucks overall. I can't remember. It's it's going to be ten, ten, ten with five dollar greenies. Uh, so. Possibly I could be out 50 bucks if I gamble, right? And which I am. I mean, that's the whole thing. But maybe, you know, if I get with a good partner tomorrow, I'll uh, <clears throat> make up the the money that I'm losing tomorrow to further membership. I don't want to talk about it for my wife. Because she get pissed off. All right. There's a secret between us, all right? Our little secret. I won't, I won't tell anyone. juggle friendships uh because like you said like i said golf 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 friendships are worse than hairstylists man i mean you cheat on a hairstylist they'll fuck your shit up man no i just watched an instagram post on that and the, the way the guy one of the guys was telling his barber that he was gonna go out of town and get his hair cut it was literally like he was breaking up with the guy and i mean the barber was just salty he just stopped the whole haircut <laughs> Made the guy leave looking all jacked up. So it is a relationship. It's about trust. It's about knowing you're going to feel confident when you get up out of the chair. So I don't know the feeling. I haven't had a haircut in years, but I get it. I understand it. All right, DC. Thank you for uh, solving this little little dilemma that I have. But let's get on to the main topic, DC, because 
you know what? I'm tired. You see, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. And you know what? I'm gonna. I'm sitting. You know what? I'm gonna sit you on the couch. I'm gonna sit you on the, the patient couch. I'm gonna lay you down. I mean, we're gonna sit down. The counselor right here. I'm a counselor for you, you see, because I want. You know, what they what do they say? The first thing out of a, uh, a denial or a, a addiction is self awareness, right? Self. Yes. Uh, what is it? What do they call it? Self grief or whatever. Whatever book they call it. You see, you need to sit on the couch. You see, and you need, or you need to look in the mirror. Let's, let's no better yet. Give yourself a big old mirror. You know, you look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Easy, I was wrong about the players giving up on the team. I was wrong about every argument that I had with Jesus on the podcast about the players. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Because... <laughs> And then this is what you have to say with, with confidence, you see. I don't want you to, I, I don't want you to go, you know, and, and you know, just, you have to say it with some gusto because I know you, you have to believe it now. You have to say to yourself, the players gave up on the team and the players are not performing for the team. I'm tired of this and I'm tired of the players fucking around. Uh, you don't have to say the last part, but to say, you know, you need you need to look in the mirror. You see, you need to, and finally get on my train, get on board with me, and say finally give some sort of blame to the players because what we saw at the weekend away to a last place, right? Or, or their last place, right? Oh, they might have gained some points because they beat us. Uh, but our last place at the time we played them, Everton match, right? Everton team, right? Mm -mm. They were in 17th. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, 17th place. Uh, a relegation team, am I correct? They're definitely in a relegation battle. Okay. We went out there and crapped the bed. Lose 1 0. We had our big. Say we had our big guns out there, Ronaldo, uh, Sancho, uh, Pogba was on the bench, which is curious for me. Uh, Fred, you know, was on there. I think he came off with the injury. Uh, who else was on there? Matic. Um, I know he's not a big gun because he's old. Um, our back line, Varane. Um, our favorite captain, Harry Maguire, right? Uh, who else? We have Tez. We had Juan Basaka. Am I miss? Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Uh, for us, uh, Lindelof, Matic, and that's it. Oh, and Rashford. Sorry. So Ron didn't play. Huh? Ron. I mean, Ron. I guess. Ah, uh, your mic's out. Your mic's out. <clears throat> I guess Ron. I'm sorry. I misspoke. About the center backs. Yeah, Lindelof and Maguire was the pairing. Okay. And then Matic was the, in a double pivot. So what What went wrong, you see? Tell me. Explain to me what went wrong with this so-called team because we're the highest paid team in the Premier League. 
And this is what I'm going to get at. We're the highest paid team in the Premier League. We have the five, four of the five highest paid players in the Premier League. And we're, I mean, we're out of the top four, period. And which we should be. And this is something we'll get into um, when we talk about the, the Ten Hag appointment and the Glazers on what they want to do in, in this near future. Uh, but what's going on? I mean, are you finally saying that these players are not producing enough on the pitch that they're giving up on this team? Which I've been saying, I've been beating this drum for a very long time. Yeah, it's a dead drum. They don't. They're not quitting. That makes no sense. You don't. You don't possess the ball way more than the other team. Have more passes than the other team. Have more shots on goal than the other team. Um, and and down, quit. You don't close down uh, on, on, the, on possession. You don't run. I can't hear you. <laughs> you don't close down on possession. You don't. I mean, when you don't have possession, you don't do any defense. Uh, you don't run in open positions for to make any sort of runs. You just stand around the ball. I mean, that's been our mo for. I mean, I mean, that's been our mo since what? I would say for that's four been years. Our MO for, since Louis Van for four years. Huh? For four seasons, in my opinion, no, no, we've no, no, been no. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. No, 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 that's no, why no. I'm not. Like, we, it I mean, shocks me that. We the same shit. I mean, we couldn't possess. We couldn't hold on to the ball. We couldn't do anything. And this is. That's not. This is that's not true. Louis Van Hall. It's not true. Yes, it is. It was a 68% possession of the ball. That present the possession of the ball was dominated by United. Yes. What runs? What 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 chances do we create? We created 12 chances. And four of them were on target. And goals zero this is no different this is no different than the team that's been playing the same way for the past four seasons sometimes they play great sometimes they don't i don't understand why fans are so delusional this is what i'm saying about fickle fans they don't understand that this team it does not start on the pitch it starts at the top Okay. Where for okay. the past 10 years... I, the last time I checked, hold on, let me finish. I'll let you talk I for like 15 minutes. Let me finish. Last you talked for 15 minutes and you've been saying the same thing over and over again. The Glazers don't fucking wear a jersey. Last the Glazers don't have to wear a jersey. The structure of the football club, which is what no one wants to talk about. They want to do these no. hot click button, sell this guy, bring this manager in. It doesn't matter who you bring into the club. I'll let you go. You tell me when you're finished. Because we're talking over each other. It makes no sense. What needs to happen is people need to understand it doesn't matter if you bring in Pep Guardiola and Klopp at the same time as his number two. If you don't have proper people making the proper decisions at the top, it will never work. So all these fans talking about it's this guy's fault. It's that guy's fault. You guys look foolish. And you're wasting your time and you're wasting your breath. And you need to be focused on what real fans, like the fans that are going to protest this week at the game, those are the people that I'm looking at saying, we're tired of it. So I'm not surprised when we play like crap. We play, we've been playing like crap for years. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we want to start pointing fingers like it's this guy that's going to come in and save the club. It's not going to be one player that's going to save the club or two. It's an entire team of players who played good in spurts. Everton scored a goal off of a deflection. It's not like they broke us down or did something crazy. 
it's a crap game from another from a crap team. Like you said, goals a goal, right? Yes. So they won one nothing, and we lost to Everton. Like we're supposed to be surprised. We've we've lost to worse teams this season, have we not? No, but I mean, I just, yes, we have. No. Okay, we not have worse we than Everton. Have. No, not worse we, than Everton. No, we have. We not. definitely lost to worse teams than Everton at home and away this season. This season has been crap. So for me, I'm not surprised. I'm not confused. I understand that for ten years. Just ask yourself this question. If you are crap at what you did for your at your job for oh. ten years, right. do you honestly think that you'd still be in that job? That's a rhetorical question because the answer is no. No, 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 no. You see, no, no. All right. I love the I love the fact that you brought I love the fact that you brought that up. You see, I love the fact that you brought that up. I love the fact that. Thank you, thank you for bringing that up, you see. I really appreciate that. You know why? <clears throat> you and I both have worked in the same in in the same position for given what ten years, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we've um, we've obviously had the same management in that ten years, right? We've had different management because we were Smith and then we were Slumberjay right, and now I'm Cameron at. and we've had different management. That's what I'm getting at. I would I would I would say and I'm not going to throw any I mean yeah, I'm going to throw somebody under the bus. When we were Smith, we had shitty leadership. Right? Yeah. Did you still show up every day and do your job? Yes. Did I still show up show up every day and do our job? Yes. So how does the structure of our shitty, I mean, at that time, because you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm, I know who I'm talking about. How does his shitty leadership, because he was a shit manager. I mean, he's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. Shit manager. And the underling for him was a shit manager too. Um, how did that affect your performance on your job? This is this is what my point is, and no, I'm going to no, answer your, your question. This this is what this is my point to you. What I'm saying to you is, we did what we were supposed to do, and you believe that every single player that's on the pitch doesn't care, and I don't agree with you. And that's your that's your fine to believe that you're fine to think that these guys go out there and they don't try and they don't care. That's on you. I'm not mad at you. That's your belief. I just don't agree. And those crappy managers that we had were sacked. So for me, I don't look at it and say, well, these guys are going out there and they're just walking around and they don't care. And that I don't look at the game like that. I'm looking at the game and I'm watching guys possess the ball more, have more passes, have more shots on so, goal and lose. And that's been our MO no, for no, no, a no. long you see, time. You see, get, let's get back to this again. You've had a shitty manager. We both had the same shitty management, right? Why did that affect did, – why did you say, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to go – I'm not going to go try. I mean, I'm not going to give my effort because you know what? Ragnick said the same fucking shit. I don't – I mean, he's like, I don't see anything in training. I see a lot of things different in training. And when we get in the pitch, he even said it in his press conference. It's not the same thing. He even called out the players. Of not giving closing down. He's been doing that. 
And I and I so think what, I if mean, you so who is it? Is it, is it management? Is it what? Th- right? This is but it's this a, is again. It's not the players. I don't understand. So so the Ragnick's supposed to go and tell the players you need to run, <laughs> you need to close down. Or, uh, I mean, goddamn, it's fucking. I mean, it's simple science, man. Th- this is again the oh fans, yourself We're included, not delusional EC. Trying You're to the only ex- delusional one that says these players are not responsible for what they're fucking doing. Again, you keep saying players as if every single player is crap, and it's not it's the truth. That's player, a but false hey, narrative. When you can't close down 50, a ten-yard play because you lose the ball, you can't hold on to the ball. I mean, and consistently through the match, come on, he's so. Again, if you want to believe that every single 11 and 22 whatever players we have are all crap, that's fine. You can go with that narrative. It's old. It's tired. I'm not believing any of it. I don't care who you bring in. If you don't have a proper football structure, which we don't, it's not going to work. And I'm tired it's the same thing over and over again. So the, these should these players give should, should these players give a refund? Should these the players club. give a refund? A refund on the fucking money they stolen from this club for the past fucking six months since all this has been. If that's what makes you feel warm and fuzzy, then giving their dude, money I'm back. I'm sorry. I mean, if you're not and fucking that's gonna make you feel better. I'm sorry. I mean, that the dude, that the players don't win there, every game. Everybody and their mother, even Rio Ferdinand, your I mean, your idol, even. And everybody but UEC can see that when they're on the pitch, they're not fucking giving any effort. Well, again, but no, Statman Baines. Statman Baines said they I'm not looking at Statman Baines. Come on, man. This is yeah, this is a stat yeah, from ESPN. Old, the other stats from Google. We possess the, the ball. On the pitch, I'll let I'll let you talk. Yeah, let me talk. If you can't see they're on the pitch and not giving a fuck, which they that that's that's what they've been doing for the past. I mean. Six months since. Let me let me ask you. Let me let me ask you a quick question, Jesus, because you seem to have it pinned that it's the players. That's that's your opinion. It is. You also seem to think that for you, because you use the analogy of work and all of these managers, you think it's completely normal to continue to chop and change managers, to continue to put in different assistant coaches, and have everything work. That's your opinion as well, correct? Because it's the players' fault. Okay. Correct? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. It don't, so it, it, my, don't, it, it don't take much effort to fucking pull up your socks and fucking give so, it fucking 100%. It so doesn't again, that's not so managed. again. That's not management. That's not management. Just like, again, Steve, I mean, again, what I heard this from, is, uh, from what I heard from, uh, uh, again, uh, probably somebody, oh, that dude's trash. Steve Houston or Steve Houston said when he's comparing Paul Pogba's contract, and we'll talk about that later, but he said, you know what? Brian Robson. And you said, oh, he probably, Brian Robinson re- relegated. Brian Ross, Robinson was never relegated. Brian Robinson was the highest paid player when he, when he, when he got bought. When he got bought um, I didn't no, say he got relegated. I said United got relegated. And it's no, happened a couple times. He didn't get That's relegated. what I said. United has been relegated since the 70s, dude. Have they been relegated was, was what I said. What I, what I said was, hey, now I'm, a, I'm asking a question. Have they been relegated before? No, 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 no. See, you don't want to answer that because that's a part of our history, too, is that we've been relegated. Every team's been relegated. No, Arsenal hasn't. Arsenal's never been relegated in their history. So I don't want want to hear everyone's been relegated. That's not true. The fact of the matter is United have had crap teams in the past 
but we're not allowed to talk about those crap teams. We can only talk about the teams in the 90s that won everything. That's the delusional fan I'm talking about. You guys want to live off the past and live off the greats that we had. You don't want to live in today's game. You don't even know what Brian Robson is. When did Brian Robson sign You guys... When did you guys, Brian Robson sign for the club, you see? You guys keep talking about how great we were in the 90s. It's when over. Brian Robson Who cares? Club, see? Who cares about won. Brian Robinson? Before what does he have to do Sir with Alex today? Ferguson. What does he have to do with today? Everybody said he was a captain of what the club. What does he have to do with today? Because the fact that he said, I mean, he was a midfielder, captain of the club. I mean, he fucking... Even when the fucking United teams were shit, you know what he did? He fucking strapped up his boots and fucking played. So he's relevant today. Exactly what these players are not doing today. He's relevant today. That's what you're saying to me. Yeah, he is. Fucking he's not. He has no relevancy athletes on the club no, today. No, no. Athletes are athletes, you see. What, is his, what are his thoughts Those on the Glazers? bitches that are fucking taking a wage out of What are his United thoughts on the Glazers? Instagram fucking models and shit. Are fucking taking away you sound you sound just like all these podcasters that pop their mouths off on every day trying to get these clicks. What does this Brian Robertson say about the Glazers? What are his thoughts on the Glazers? Silence, crickets, just like every other pundit oh who God. runs their mouth about the players athletes, athletes. and they're honest. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? You see, uh, I'll ask Brian Robertson when he's been, you know, about management. When I'll ask, I mean, I'll ask him about management. I'll ask Brian Robinson about being a player, just like Roy Keane's been a player, just like fucking Paul Scholes has been a player. They've suited up those boots. They lace up those boots. So don't give me this bullshit. So, I mean, come on, EC. Come on. You you can keep blaming them until the cows come home. we We can't reference old players because they don't know what's going on right now. I mean, dude, okay, the Glazers weren't, the Glazers only been here since 2008. You know that, right? You know that. I hope, hope you do. So, Brian so if they've been here since 2008, what have they won since they've been here? Nothing. Canton was a different management, and we never got relegated. But yet, you know what they all did? S- fucking lace up their boots and fucking play for this club. Play for the Good for them. Which That's so good for do. them. That's great that they laced up their boots. I'm so proud of them that they played hard. Yeah, and I hope. Lo- and I hope. mediocrity, right? That, and I hope. Saying. I hope that those guys who run their mouths about these players continue to talk about what was going on in their time and what was going on in that league because it's completely different and this team is crap. So they can keep talking about how scrubs, their said. teams were scrubs. and how great they were in the 90s and we did we played for the badge. That's dead. And that all that all that old talk needs to die, just like the Glazers need to die. And everything with them needs to go away. So what do you want, a so TikTok, po- TikTok club? You want to, oh, my hair is good. My hair is good on Instagram. You want oh, I have Instagram model girlfriends and not actually fuck. I mean, City doesn't do that. Liverpool doesn't do that. They don't have Instagram accounts? No, but I'm talking about the <laughs> players, dude. We don't have The fucking, players don't have Instagram accounts? No, they're not fucking Are as famous serious? as the players we have. Are they? You're are saying they? Kevin De Bruyne. The, yes, they're the same. Yes, no. they're the same. They, they all have Instagram accounts. They all post all of the time. If they're all brands, all of them. You can follow them too. I know you probably don't because you don't do Instagram like that, but you can follow them. They all have Instagram accounts. They all post when they score goals and after games. That's what players do today. That's what happens. It's not just the United players are the only ones that post. 
Were they posting last year when they came in second place? They were scrubs too then. Were they posting when they came in third place? Man, they sucked back then too. You fans are so fickle. It's not. Listen, if I, I'm going to end this for you. you. I know you want the last word. If you think it's the players, that's, again, your opinion. You are entitled to it. Roll with it all day long. I think our players play good at times because I think we have good players. We don't have a good team. And that's what I've been saying forever because we don't have a good structure, which is what I've been saying forever. But listen, you want to blame this? <coughs> Knock yourself out. Knock yourself smooth the hell out. That's what you want to do. You've got it figured out. You mastermind. You got it. I'll let you have it. I don't agree with you at all. I think it's management all the way at the top. I think they are the mm. problem. That's just my opinion. No, no, no. That's all I that's all I think. I don't we keep going back in circles with the same thing over and over again. It's because it's you see dead. you see it it's so it's like okay, why would Ralph Ragnick say that what he sees in practice, that effort and hustle and all that bullshit, something you're supposed to do as an athlete, right? Because you get paid and you don't see it on the pitch. Why would he say that? Because he's frustrated. You know why else he's frustrated? Because the coaching staff that he wanted, they didn't give him. That's got to be frustrating, yes? But that's what know. the management how does at the effort top from do. A, effort from I a player, think, how does that spill over to a coaching staff? I, I, that doesn't make sense. I know you don't think it makes sense because you don't believe in fitness coaches. You don't believe in assistant coaches so being they, there to help so the players they, at all. They, they expend you solely all their effort think, in practice, and they're so tired during the game. If Listen, if that's the narrative you want to run with, that the players don't care and they don't try, that's great. <laughs> You you got you guys oh, yeah. you guys I'm got gonna, it. I'm gonna try so hard to practice so I can get on the pitch, and then when I get on the pitch, I'll fucking lay an egg. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Listen, like all I said, right. you all think right. that's let's what the on. problem is? Let's move you on keep to, banging uh, that drum. Let's move on to uh, Thank just you, because Jesus. you're speaking of not, no, you're speaking of Eric Tenet. I mean, management. You're speaking of the management structure and coaching. I think it's now it's uh, beneficial that we uh, that we get into the Eric, you know, the uh, Eric Tenhag. Rumors, Thank you. Some which, relevant news. Let's yes. talk about something that's relevant yeah, to the I times. We, I know we didn't get much into the fucking Everton oh shit because there ain't much to talk about there. I mean, I think it's we a boring were, game. No, no, no. EC, EC. How many shots from the seventh minute uh, alone to the seventy-fifth minute? We only had one shot on goal. So don't give me this. We had twelve shots on goal or bullshit. We did have twelve. We had twelve shots. After we had one. Fact, we had one. We had one the in the second half. Minute to the seventy-something minute, right? We had one shot on goal, and that's from what they said on TV. And I looked it even up. And then yes, how different towards, towards the end of the match? How different was that game from what you've seen for the past four years? What is going on? What what matrix are you living in? The structure needs to change for players to give a fuck about the club and oh, try hard. Uh, okay, you're you're right. They yeah. don't try. Right. They are so lazy. Let's I just can't take it. Let's get into the Aaron Ted, Eric Ten Hag uh, drama. Yes. Right. All right. All right. All right. Easy. It still has not been confirmed. Reported, not confirmed. And this is the thing that this is the biggest issue that I have. It's not confirmed that. Announcement has not been made that Eric Ten Hag is not the manager. What? It's, it's the player's fault. He's not going to hurt. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. I, I mean, hey, you know what? 
And the funny thing, hey, you bring it up because the fact that uh, if certain players would probably stay with the club, he wouldn't want to come to the club. Uh, hence, your uh, your buddy, Mr. Paul Pogba. Oh, God. <laughs> right? No, incorrect. But managers incorrect? at the How top. Am I incorrect? I could see them screwing the pooch on it for sure. I hope they don't, but I could totally see them screwing this up. How am I incorrect? Because any manager, any manager, I don't care who you are, where you're from, if you get an offer from Manchester United Football Club, I don't care what you've been doing in the past, you drop every single thing that you're doing, you sit down, and you figure it the hell out. I don't care what's there. I don't care who's on the roster. You figure it out. Mm. And so I think what's happening right now for United fans, which is difficult for them to swallow, is that he's sitting down at that table and where we've seen the likes of Jude Bellingham and Erling Holland sit down, players and coaches are going, hold on a minute. (laughs) Hold on a minute. Do I want to be a part of a parentship that's just a horrible situation? Or do I want to go somewhere where I know the structure will allow me to make footballing decisions with other people who are going to make footballing decisions so we can make this thing work? So I think, again, this is a clear indication to people should be all around the world. It's not about what's going on on the pitch. I understand that's going to blind you because that's what we love. But you need to focus more on what is going on at the top of your club because the structure of your club is broken it is completely fractured and again if people want to continue to blame the the sebastian Schweinsteigers and the Ramita foul cows for coming in and saving the club and bringing us back to glory you guys keep doing it you guys keep on pointing the finger because that's what they want but i know i know it's the glazers you know it too in your heart you know because you've talked about boycotting which people are going to do this weekend that's where that's where it needs to start (laughs) Right Everybody, there. you see, again, again, you see, I mean, again, Alcoholics Anonymous right here. You know what? I'm a Dallas guy. I don't know how many times I'd fucking say this. The Glazers are not going anywhere. No matter how much you boycott. You understand? Everybody, everybody out I don't there believe needs that. To, no, no, no. Everybody out there needs to understand. Yeah, they're going to do their little spiel this weekend. It's going to cause a little drama. But you know what? Their fucking NBC or USA or whatever fucking deal is worth more than any fucking ticket prices. Those people are going to boycott anyway. You know what? All right. Am I correct? Am I correct? I think you're wrong, and I think they will eventually leave. No. That's what I think. It's too much okay. money. Dude, then we have dude to... look at fucking look look at Chelsea. How many people are I mean, how many American owners again, how many American owners are wanting to buy Chelsea? The Ricketts, the Cubs, they own the Cubs, dude. The Cubs have won World Series in a hundred and what, hundred and nine years, hundred and ten years? Alright? The fucking uh the dude from the Houston Rockets. <coughs> For Tita. Look at the way the fucking Rockets are run. I mean, the, the the Jets, the owner from the Jets, Woody fucking Johnson. Look at the way the fucking Jets, they haven't won a World Series, fucking uh, a title since the 70s. It's Joe Namath. 69. It's, it's a commercial product. 
period. Your team, are, I mean, we as as your football team, just just like Chelsea. I mean, look at Stan Kroenke. Stan Kroenke is the richest owner in football. He just won a world title with the um, the fucking um, L.A. fucking uh, what do you what do you name Rams. So did the Glazers before that. Won a fucking a Super Bowl with Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Stan Kroenke hasn't won shit with Arsenal. I mean, it doesn't matter with these fucking protests. Dude. Come on, man. The, you can the, think it all you want. I don't believe you. I think you're wrong in that sense. It don't matter, and I man. think it was proof it evident when they protested and the game was off last season. They need to do exactly what you've been saying. They need to do exactly what you've been saying for the longest time and keep up that fight and stop showing up to games because it is a commercial market success exactly. and a worldwide brand. And I think you're right. If they continue the fight, if they continue to put the pressure on their they bank don't. accounts, that this is what I'm trying to say to you. This is what I'm trying to say. You're right. If they do what you're saying they need to do, things will change and they will start looking at it and saying, okay, if we're not making the money that you know they're making and I know they're making, they will sell. But I think they have to continue to fight like you've been saying for years now. You've been saying, stop buying the merchandise. Don't buy the scarves. Don't go to the games. Don't park in the parking lots. Don't do those things that are allowing them to be, to collect these huge dividends and then they will leave. I understand where you're at, and you're making great sense as far as saying why would they? Nobody would if you're getting fifty thousand a quarter, fifty million a quarter. You're never going to leave that. I get that. And it goes I back. Understand what you're saying. I'm just saying. I think this is different in that when fans in America go to a ball game, yeah. we're not singing songs throughout the whole game. We're not doing chants uh, from. We're not right. doing it like you're that. Fucking, you know exactly Raiders, what I mean. Man. Go Raiders! Go Raiders! You know exactly, you know exactly what I mean. It's different. It's a it's a Dude, culture it's, for these guys. It's different. They're fucking crazy. So, so Dallas all Cowboy I'm fans are crazy too. They fucking tailgate from, dude. They they tailgate from morning fucking the sun up to sundown, dude. What I'm saying is, January. it's a little bit different. The the structure of football in and of itself is different from the sports that we have over here in the States. It, it just is. And I know people want to compare it to it's it because we have American owners, but it's different. So let's get back to what your topic was. I had to make my little joke. I didn't mean to push your, your player button, but I just thought it was funny. No, what, no. what are your thoughts on Ragnick? No, I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck. I'll give you my thoughts on Ragnick while you collect your thoughts. I think it could be a good appointment. I think he's young. I think this is the biggest job of his life. But I ultimately feel like if he doesn't get all of the things that he needs, like his assistant coach, like I spoke to you about earlier before the call, I think he's got to get that going first. I think, secondly, the recruitment that he has at IX, I think he needs the same type of recruitment uh, that he has at Structure, that he has at IX. I think, thirdly, he needs to be able to allow, like he does at all at IX, allow the younger players to have an opportunity to run the system that he wants to play. Um, for me, you know, I think it could go really, really well. Or I think if the fans aren't patient, and I think this is a four-year deal, I think it could be really tough for him right off the bat because this is way bigger than any club he's ever 
coached at. I mean, he's going to go to Bangkok in Australia this summer, and he's going to see 95,000 fans <laughs> standing outside of the lobby, you know, before they even get to the game, you know, chanting his team's name. So this could go really well. I hope the fans are patient. I hope they kind of understand that, you know, this is a clean blanket slate. This is a, a, a blank canvas. Let's let him paint his own picture. Let's let him develop players. Let's be patient. You know, we're not going to go out next year and win a Champions League or, or win a you know major trophy. But I just hope that the fans, because we're so used to winning, will allow this man to lose but grow at the same time, if that makes sense. I remember what I was going to say. I do now. And then it, it, this goes to Ragnick, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll segue like your like what you've done. Uh, I'll segue into Ten Hag. The rumor is that the Glazers are put pressuring Ragnick on making Europa League because of money, right? We're at. I mean, we're out of the Champions League. You know, I think we're, I mean, we ain't making no Champions League this year. I, Arsenal stumbled, yeah, but. Um, I think we're just a little off Champions League, especially the way we played this weekend. Uh, and then you want to, I mean, I think we talked about this. Our best option is to forego the Europa League and give Ragnik the time, first of all, to be you know be on the pitch and not have to worry about playing Thursdays like West Ham did today. They're playing today, and then I think they made it to the semifinal today, um, and then play on a Saturday or Sunday. No, I'm sorry, Sunday, which the the, the 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 league time that's horrible, or even a Monday, you know. Um, but we're talking about dividends and the fucking lasers. It's like they don't see the bigger picture, right? You're gonna bring this new this new this new manager in that basically needs a clean slate. He needs a clean slate in upper management, uh, bringing in his own football director, <laughs> which the terms of the, the, the reason the reports are kind of like concrete now is that he had concrete terms on players going out, players coming in, his, you know, he's going to have say in all these, you know, different aspects of the club uh, or else he's not coming, Right. Which other managers didn't have, like you said, Jose? He spoke out against the club. What happened? What he, you know, because he didn't get the power. Now it looks like, you know, Ten Hag is going to get that power, and we'll see. That's that's something coming. It's not. It's not a definite. They can tell him one thing, and then shit in his fucking hand the other. You know, and which more than likely, <laughs> with this board, that's what's going to happen. They're going to tell him one thing. Just like they told Ragnick, and you know they're gonna pull his fucking feet from under him because everybody knows we need to get rid of ten players from this club at least ten, at least. Are they gonna do it? No. And and then there's players that they want to resign for commercial value, like you're talking about, Instagram shit, fucking jersey sales. Okay. Are they going to let him, they, or is he going to want those players to resign? So, putting this man in a fucking Europa League position, just because it's more money to the club, 
for next year and not just taking the hit on getting good, getting well. I mean, just having cohesive. I mean, Chelsea did it. And look at them now. Just getting some sort of cohesiveness. It's a detriment to the club, what they're doing. I don't want them. I, I don't want the. I mean, I know I criticize the players about going out there and not giving their fucking best because that's what they've done, not giving their best. And then, I mean, we, I can quote Sean Connery, their best, their best. Winners go home and fuck the prong queen. Losers always cl- cry about their best. And that's what we are, a bunch of fucking losers. Anyways, um, it's just, you know, it's just getting back to that, Let's just play the kids. Let's give the kids experience. I'd rather lose with kids than play with the lot that we have. But Europa League needs to be out of our mindset, even though it's monies. But no, it needs to be out of our mindset to give Ten Hag a fresh fucking slate. Like you saying, with the managers, because apparently that's what another thing that's, I mean, that was a part of the deal that he's agreed to. And it still has not been done because rumor has it that they're not going to announce it till after um, the Dutch the Dutch Cup. I think is it this weekend? This it's this Sunday. This Sunday, rumor has it they're not going to announce anything formal because uh, Ajax and, and PSV Eindhoven are playing the Dutch Cup. They don't want to give you know negative press to that. Blah blah blah, and you know so hey, I understand that cool shit, but come Monday. The motherfucker needs to be fucking on the phone with um, getting a sporting director in. And that's that dude. Um, I know that they, the rumor is that dude, uh, Murphy, was it? The guy that worked with Ragnick and uh, Leipzig and already yeah. worked at Arsenal. Yeah. Right? Murphy. Yeah. Um, getting him in, getting his coaches signed. Like you're talking about the, and the, the one that kind of like popped out. Because we always talk about, and there's always a negative thing about ex-Manchester United players being on the coaching staff, but Robin Van Persie coming on in, the, in this staff was one of the kind of, I mean, that kind of like threw me for a loop because I know everybody complains about why are these ex-United players or these, they're, they, they, you know, they're old school minded. They don't know the new thing and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then now you're bringing in Robin and Percy. So, and then I can understand Steve McLaren coming on because the fact that he knows the English game and he can navigate, he can help uh, Tenag navigate that. So I understand that Steve McLaren. But yet again, you're talking about Steve McLaren, an old, you know, an old, old faithful, old soul, you know, in the old game. He's not. He's not very. Um, he's not. Um, He's not very versed in this new lingo with these new baby ass players. You know what I mean? He, he's old school. The um, really Molestine, which is and uh, Sir Alex's uh, right hand man towards the end, has also been rumored uh, as being as part of the back staff, back backroom staff. So, if the fact that the the Glazers have agreed to the terms. It is a very bright future. It is a very bright future, and I and I and I totally agree it. And you, I know you said something about um, the way he, he's just he's just full throttle attack, and he's no defense, right? I think you you brought that up like two pods ago. I want to say 
Well, he, he doesn't have two different styles, styles of play. play, style play is, has been what Ajax fans and their fan channels have been saying that he's great, but he when he's losing or when things aren't going right, he doesn't change anything up. So it'll be very interesting to see where he's playing in a league where he's supposed to dominate every game. It, you're able to get away with those things, whereas in the prim, you're going to have to understand that it's not going to be uh, an easy road doesn't matter who you play. So I'm very, I'm very, very intrigued to see how this summer goes if he does take the job. And that, and I think that's the what um, bringing in Steve McLaren, Robin Van Persie, will give him the that advice, right? Because they played. I mean, Van Persie played in the Prem majority of his career. I mean, I would say all of his career, but I oh, know he had that stint in the in Turkey at the end, but that was just one, one or two years, whatnot. Uh, Steve McLaren's coach managed in the, in the Prem. So it, I think hopefully if he brings those play, I mean coaches on, that's something that he can adapt to. And that's a short adapt, but if you're going to bring your vision, your, um, your uh, style, your tactics, techniques, all that into the club, I think this is the way it needs to get done. And I'm surprised – Again, I guess we. I still have to preface the fact that if it's true that United's relinquishing power to this man, right? Because it's not been confirmed. Um, I I'm surprised that you know that happened, but I'm very excited about that. It is it is an exciting time. Um, IX fans have been talking about how important this game this weekend is. Um, this isn't just a, another game for those guys. So um, it'll be really important to see kind of how that goes and, um, you know, how he's able to, you know, stay focused on, you know, both of those games. So the way that I look at it, um, I think he's holding the cards. That's who they want. Um, they had an opportunity, obviously, to get <clears throat> Pochettino and that, you know, that didn't come to fruition. So I think. You know, at this point, if if he's their guy and he's who they want, they could have, they had their pick of you know different managers. They could have went to Poch or Ancelotti. I think one of the job as well. So this is the guy they want. So he's you know he's got the cards in his hand. So if he's looking at it saying, you know, this is what I want. This is what I demand. Um, my hope is that they allow him to do that. I don't trust him for two seconds, <laughs> um, and that's that's my fear yeah. for this man. And so you know, I just I hope that we continue to you know play well throughout the rest of the season you know catch some kind of form part of me wants that like i said the other part of me is like well let's just play the weekend games play the cup games um for this new manager to come in so i want us to i want us to play well because it's obviously it makes me happy when they play well and when they play like crap it doesn't make my weekend good so the selfish side of me wants to see them you know beat norwich this weekend um but the I guess realistic side of me is like, man, if we lose though, then that just gets us one step closer to eighth or ninth place, which would put if Ten Hag takes the spot a lot easier uh, task for him to go ahead and and, and knock out. So I, I'm kind of caught in between two because, I, like I said, I really would like for the players that you know they're gonna stay. I'd like to see them kick on into form. You know, obviously they got a world. This is a World Cup year. So obviously you'd like for them to perform well uh, in that as well because we're going to have some international players that play in that. And then obviously the tour coming up, it's been announced they're going to, to Thailand, they're going to Australia. You'd love for them to go out there and, and really show him 
um, what they're about. And, and, you know, players like Donnie, um, who everyone's been rumoring that, you know, this is something that he's probably wanting to happen so that he can come back and show United fans and, and show the coach that he's able to play. Um, and so these are all, I think, really interesting things to look forward to. I know I'm just excited as you are because I kind of feel like, in a sense, the season's just about over. I know there's still games to be played. That Liverpool game against City was great. So those guys will still have to play, yeah. um, you know, really good to, to end out the season. But as far as 10 is concerned, again, I just think that if they take the training wheels off and they allow them to just ride th- that bike, um, then it'll be fine. I just... Man, I just don't have the warm and fuzzies about anyone. I mean, this is going to be manager number five. So, you know, it's difficult for me to to really swallow it and just go, okay, this, you know, this is the one that's going to get us, you know, back to a winning form. But you never know. You never know. He he might be the one that, that does it and if, they, if they allow him to do it his way. And I just hope, because like I said, I'm not an avid IX fan. I hope his way works. I hope it's something that, that he can go out there and, and show me uh, something different, a new style, some, some new tactics, uh, a new way of playing, and then show that he can also pivot if things aren't going his way. Because like I said, this is that's coming from IX fans who watch week in and week out. Um, I'm going to try my best to tune in this Sunday to see uh, what that style is all about and kind of how they play. I mean, see if you know if there's some adversity and see if he can bounce back. They may go out there and smoke him for nothing. I don't know, but I'm definitely going to be tuning in uh, to that game just to kind of see how things uh, how things maturate. No, yeah, I mean, I think we just have to be patient, like we're talking about, because the fact of due to the fact that the Glazers, <clears throat> excuse me, operate business the way they do. I mean, <laughs> look at look at the. Look at the non-signings we've not made. Liverpool's already making signings. City's already making signings for next year. And we're still here waiting on a manager. So uh, it's just it's difficult. <coughs> and, you know, whatever. It, I mean, I'm just hoping, again, that the culture's changed. But more so, just like a football, like a coach, a college football coach, we need to give him time, guys. Everybody, we need to give them time. Uh, they always judge a college football coach on their fourth year because that year is when he's got his freshmen and seniors and recruiting, and he's got his people in. So next year, I know that there's rumors that he wants to bring in uh, four signings. I think it's uh, one striker, one striker, I'm sorry, one right right wing player and also two center defensive or two center field midfielders uh and if possible another a center back <clears throat> is he gonna get that who knows but who's going out we have to look at that right um we have paul Pogba not on contract we have jesse lingard not on contract and we have um Edison Cavani, right? On free? Yeah, he's gone. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so that's three players right there on free. Uh, Juan Mata's contract is end, end, ends in June, so he's gone too, right? Who else? I think it's... Um, Tony? No, Tony's still with us. He's on loan, but I, don't, I, think it's, I think it's safe to say that's a wrap. No, but no. <laughs> Sevilla doesn't want him. 
Who's I just don't see him. I don't see him wanting to come back. Is my thing. That's what I've been stuck on. I don't think he'll come back. It's fine. I mean, he can sit at home, but I mean, he. I'm I mean, just count, he, There's I'm no club players. that wants him to on his salary. I'm counting players who I'm saying I know will be back because I could see him just sitting out. So I'm not trying to discuss him. I'm just saying players who I think will be at the club. Well, I'm, I'm counting players that are under contract with the club. Right, when Tony is under contract and he either he relinquishes his contract, you know, that's what I that's what I'm saying. I think he's one that we shouldn't count. That's just what I'm thinking. How is he gonna do I think he's done at the club? Yes, no, he's done. A Sevilla is so there's no point in talking about nobody nobody wants Tony Marshall. That's great. I know you don't like him, but let's move on and move to players who are going to be there. That's what my point is. I'm just telling you, you see, I'm just saying, where where is he gonna go? But he's still gonna be under contract. That's what I'm saying. Under the club. All right? Yes, he's right. under contract. Under contract. I'm saying yes, I, let's talk about players who will be at the club. I'm trying to, playing I'm trying for to us. think of players that we're getting rid of. So Matic, right? His contract's up in June, right? Yes. Okay, that's uh five right there. So it's Pogba, Lingard, um, I'm pulling. I'm pulling. It's five already that we know that are leaving. I mean, hopefully they leave the club because, and we're going to talk about the ridiculous contract extension for one player that you love. But anyways, that's five that we know that are leaving on a free. We don't have to pay for shit. Uh, No club has to pay for shit. We don't have to pay for salaries. That's five players right there. So we need to get rid of another five. Who are those other five we see? Is it Aaron Basaka? Is it? I mean, I mean, if you, I, I don't think you can get rid of Aaron because I think that it, unless they, unless they know they're going to go out and buy a right back, I still think those two are still fighting it out. And I okay. think, I think the key thing for me is with the, between Basaka and Delaw. I think this is a huge year for both of them. They're both young. I think Delaw's only twenty two, twenty three. Young, yeah. Basaka's only 24, 25. They're both young kids. So I haven't heard any rumors of them going and buying one. So yeah. I think it's kind of like if you got two, you don't have one, that type of deal, like they, they say with quarterbacks. I think they're going to run with two next year. I don't I don't see anyone else major leaving. Mm-hmm. I know we would need to. That makes sense that you're – Phil Jones or to... uh, Bailly out of those two, I think. Well, I mean, do you really – do you realistically let those two go with Harry Maguire and Varane being your your, your pairing? Because I think if you're looking at the both of those two, I thought Varane was going to be less injury prone than he was. He's not. Um, Maguire's had a horrible season. We, we would hope that the World Cup spurs him to having a great season. So let's just hope for that. But if that if those things don't happen, I know you don't like Phil and for good reason. He hasn't played in 18 months and then he, he played he played great, I thought. In the last game he played, but I think you still give him a chance. I think of the two of those to answer your question, I would say more Eric uh, by of the two of those players, just because he is so erratic. Um, but again, I think if I'm his agent, I'm looking at things going, okay, well, who's going to afford me the most? And I think he just extended his contract this season, right? Yeah. Well, last season. Or was it last, last yeah. season? So I don't, I don't foresee him going anywhere either one of those guys and i and i, and I really think if phil if jones needs to go there, period he only has any game left 
I thought he played well the last time he played. You don't think so? Phil Jones needs to leave, period. He's the last remnants of Sir Alex Ferguson, right? I mean, you think he's better than Harry Maguire? No. I think that's a fair question. No. I mean, I think it's a fair question. No, no, no. So... And again, I want to talk about that because and you just remind me a little bit later about Marcus Rashford, Harry Maguire, and not so much Jane Sancho because but because he recovered. Just from, just bring up those three players and the Euros, just so we can have a little fun argument here a little bit. Uh, no, no, no. Phil Jones needs to go. Period. I mean, he he's a fucking stump for all of you. Fuck. You know I mean. He can't. He, you can't make the club in the tub, and he's only made the club. I mean, what? One time in the past, what six years? You see? Yeah, I know he's been injured. You know, and exactly. I think for, I think for me, I think when I saw him play, it's not anything great, but I think he's a bit more mobile, which it's going to be difficult to get out of an eighty million dollar, eighty seven, however you want to bank it, uh, salary plus being the captain. I don't think you can relinquish that player. I think that's another. Maguire, you're talking about not Phil Jones. Yeah, I, don't, I think that's another eyesore that they're going to have a hard time. Um, yeah, no, ri- they're going to have a hard time. Getting so I don't. I, I mean, I I understand what you're saying because he hasn't played. So I get that. I would say maybe uh, maybe Heaton. I think he's another player you could probably get off the books and move on. I think they're going to have another dilemma as well with the number two because I think if you look at Henderson who really didn't get a shot all year because COVID hit, I think he's going to ask for a move for sure because I think De Gea played so great this season. I think he was a player of the year for me. Um, He's going to want to come back again and show that he can continue to play at a high level. And so I think Henderson's going to be looking at things going, you know, why would I stick around again at 23, 24? He's not playing for England as the number one. He's definitely not going to be United's number one. I think he's another player that if I'm looking at things, I think he's going to want to take off as well. No, but that's an um, asset you could sell. That's that's the thing. I'm saying I'm going to talk about players you can get out the books because they're not worth the fuck. You know what I mean? You don't think we can get Henderson off the books? Yeah, no, he's no, he's an asset we could sell. That's it's an asset. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I would say I would put I would say he would probably come to management and Tin and Reg and Tin Hag and say, "Can you guys put me up?" Because you're you know. He'll probably say to him, Henderson, why don't you battle it out? Why don't you fight him this summer? If you if you play really well, I'll play in all the cup games. I'll give you the occasional start. And he'll have to look him in the eye and say, you know, and I think Henderson will say, I'm, I'm a number one. I've been a number one at, at Southampton or Sheffield or wherever he was. I was a number one here for a while. And then I just got sick and I just couldn't compete anymore. And De Gea played out of his skin. So, I think he's somebody that's going to look at his age, his agent, his wages, and look at it and say, if I want to really make my mark, I, I know me anyways, I'd want to play. So well, I know they're, I already, think, they're already looking into getting that West Brom uh, goalkeeper. What's his name? They're in a battle for him. Uh, United's looking at him? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. So I, w- I would look at those guys, Mata, Pogba. Jesse, Dean, Tom. Guys off the bench. Yeah, I think those guys are – because when we say guys off the bench, we have to start saying it like we do Liverpool or we say Chelsea or we say, you know, Bayern Munich or we say, um, you know, Real Madrid. The bench players need to be dope. <laughs> you need to be 
you need to be sick coming off the bench, not, oh, let's just bring in the scrubs because that's all we got. I think we need to start looking at it from a perspective of the starting 11 are just crazy, and then the second six to seven are also just as crazy fighting every week to get that position. So, you know, that's going to start with, again, his recruitment. Does he let uh, Alanga play? Does he let... Uh, Hannibal play. Are these kids going to get a chance that Ahmad, who didn't, I haven't seen Ahmad play in quite some time. Are those kids going to get a chance to to come through and shine? Yeah. No, no. And that's the thing. It's like you look at the roster right now and there's plenty of money that come off the books. And then this this is where I hope they just don't fuck it up and offer contract extensions to Jesse. The biggest one, the biggest rumor there is is and I know I sent you a video on this. It's Paul Pogba signing for fucking a, a contract at five hundred thousand dollars, half a million a fucking week. That would be the biggest mistake in that, that this club could ever make. And I would, I, I honestly, I'd stop watching the club. I'd stop watching this team if they did that. I don't think you would. You, you can't let one player be bigger than the club. Don't do that to yourself. No, I'm sorry. I mean, it's just dumb. I mean, he's I mean, he's 29 years old. You're going to give him 500,000 on potential? No, he should already he's already proved himself. I think and he's not I proved think, himself. So no, 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 no. And Jane Sancho, I, Jane Sancho's 22 and he's he's the fourth highest paid player in the Premier League, you see. What's wrong with that? But that's paying potential. Paul Pub was twenty nine and ain't done shit. I, I so think so. Five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. Come on, you see. Then we're we're looking at a, a revolving door of bullshit for the next. And then 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 we have to then we're becoming complacent because <laughs> to I think you mediocrity. Focus, I think I think you and several others focus on, in my opinion, the wrong players. But that's just. That's just my opinion. Cristiano Ronaldo's half a million dollars as well. And that's another thing that that's another player that I wanted to bring up. I'm like, is I think he should leave because I think he's a detriment to the natural growth progression of the club. We're not going to have a fucking, <laughs> if it's going to be Tenag, which I, it's blasphemous for me to say because Cristiano Ronaldo 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago, 12 years ago, was a god at this club. This year, yes, he's a leading scorer in this club, but he's a shell of himself. But yet, we've been pining for his replacement for 12 years, you see. We've not had any sort of player coming in that has replaced him. And just like before him, Cantona. Before him, right. I mean, David right. Beckham was the number seven, but no, David Beckham wasn't the number seven. He wasn't as, as as bolsterous, and, you know, he wasn't a Cantona. He wasn't a Ronaldo, but, yes, David Beckham was this big-ass megastar. Yes, I understand that, but on the pitch, you know, as scoring and, and stuff, I mean, we've been pining for Ronaldo's replacement for 12 years because that seven jersey, that number seven, is um, is so iconic, yet we still haven't got any results since then. So that's what I'm saying. Like we, Ronaldo's a shell of himself. So I think he needs. 
he's one of the person that needs to leave. With dignity, right? With dignity, because I know there's been players that has left this, you know, has been mercenaries and, and left this club without dignity. But I think, I mean, but <laughs> for the for the sake of rebuilding this club, uh, Ronaldo being in this project is detrimental, in my opinion. And and another player that I think, and you're going to probably, like, fall out of your chair, I think needs to stay, actually, is Marcus Rashford. I know, and this oh, this is what I was try- talking about earlier with Marcus Rashford and Harry Maguire. It's kind of one of those things that you have to look at. Are they... Are they reeling from a from a uh, Euros hangover or what? Or what? I mean, I I, I want to justify why they're in bad form because tech, they're not bad players. You see, right? I mean, Harry Maguire, <laughs> a captain for England. You know what I mean? I mean, he's good with England. Comes to us, he's shit. And then yet we put uh, Rafael Varane next to him, which is his world-class player that we so we say. And then he's still shit. And then uh, and then Marcus Rashford. I don't know. He's he's been injured and injured. He played. He played. And he's been even when he was injured, he played well. And I mean, everybody loved him. And you know, this is I love Marcus Rashford. I don't want to see him leave. God no. The guy, the man, is the face of fucking Manchester United. Would I like him to have a better attitude? You know, like, hey, you know, not go partying out. Hey, man, you need to stick your nose in the books kind of thing? Yes, I would. But this is the new generation. I'm old school, whatever. But fuck, man, what Marcus has done for the club and for fucking England, I want this man on my team. He's a, he's a, he's a good guy. I mean, I, that's the same thing I thought about. Fucking Greenwood, man. That's that's the most disappointing one that I'm. I'm it hurts me, you know. Deep down inside, I mean, it's kind of like I I, I don't want to be a, a a weird guy, like you know. Like, but that Greenwood thing hurt me, man. I'm like, cause I had so much faith in this kid, you know, faith. But Marcus, man, I I I, I want to believe in this kid so much, and I'm hopefully like, I just hope it's a slump from the Europa League. I'm sorry, the Euros. I'm sorry. That he just gets out of it because this kid's a better player than what he's been doing this year. And we, I mean, I have not given him a fair shake. So I'll be the first one to, to acknowledge it. Because I, you know, obviously I say players are players. They need to perform to perform. They get paid, they get paid. But Marcus is going through something mentally that I don't know about. Uh, and, again, just like I said, Ronaldo probably needs to go to the, you know, go to the, Slums, you know, the the of uh, Manchester, and find himself a, you know, I can't say it because the woke crowd's gonna fucking make fun of me. But, anyways, uh, slumbuster. But you know, he needs to do something because I think Marcus Rashford needs to be part of this team next year and leading this team next year because I think the kid has it in him. Jane Sancho, obviously, he's, he's a new guy. Ilanga. Um, up top, you know, Fred McTominay and Fred, I could, Fred, I could keep, McTominay, I can let go, you know what I mean, they do can go to fucking Southampton for all I care, um, <laughs> Matic can be gone, 
Shaw is that's the that's the that's the toss up for me. See, that's the thing that I I don't I don't know about Shaw because he's just night and day, and his night has lasted way too long right now. That's why fucking uh, Tay is eating his lunch right now. But I don't think Tay's is good enough either as a left back to be our full time. So, <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I think I think both of those, the right back and, and left back position. I think you roll with the two of those. I think Scott and Fred can stay, but they come off the bench. I think that's where you yeah. start to elevate your club because I think for me, having them play so far deep, that's not their natural position. Either one of them are, are sixes, but that's essentially what. United's default setting is is to play those two players in a double pivot. So I think if you put them in the right position, which you you've seen, and I know you've been watching it, Fred is an eight. And he's been showing that he's a really good number eight, and he's coming forward and he's getting onto the ball. He's making passes. He's scoring goals. So I think for me, if you allow them to play in their natural positions, just like with Scotty, Scotty's an eight. Scotty's a box to box. He scored goals growing up, and now we want him to sit back and play defense. That's not in his natural MO. So I just think it goes to, you know, if you look at the players that are on the pitch, because, you know, we focus on the players a lot. I know yourself specifically. You're nabbing off all of these players who, you know, this player should go, this player should go, this player should go, this player should go. That's more to my point of I've been saying, you know, who's bringing these guys in? It's the owners. It's the people who are paying these checks. It's not the owners. You're saying, word, right? you're, you're saying that all of them suck, <laughs> which I agree with you to a certain extent. Some of them do. But I think it kind of has to go hand in hand. If you think that the players out there aren't good enough, and you think that the players out there don't have enough skill to win championships, then why should we in turn expect them to go out and win, win things? So I, I just think... I think we have to kind of pause just a little bit on all of them. Like I said, I, I understand they're not world beaters, but I don't think that the, the likes of Scott or Fred, if dumped into a Liverpool or if dumped into a city, I don't think they slow them down. I think they're played in the proper positions and I think they can do good things. So I, I, I think, you know, for me, I really want to break down and see how he's going to play those type of players. Just yeah. like Donnie, where is he going to play Donnie? At? Is he going to play him in a six? That's what he's been rumored to, to be saying that that's what he wants to do. Or is he going to play him, you know, higher up as like an eight, you know, right? Maybe Donnie, right and, Bruno, Donnie and Bruno can't play together up, up in that same high position. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I, that's why for me, like I said, I wish it was just we could just push the fast forward button, you know, like on a video game. You could just simulate all the way to the end. I wish we could just simulate to the end and then put ten, put put uh, Ten Hag in and then let. Let's just see what he's going to do. So it, it, it's great to speculate about who should be out, who should be out. I think those things are always fun. I, I know I have fun with them all the time. I'm usually wrong because the players I think they're going to leave, they wind up staying a brand new contract and this and that happens. But I'm just, I'm hopeful that the players that don't want to be here, that's my biggest thing. If you don't want to be at the club, I'm hoping that they can get those guys off the books. So, you know, it's, I think it's difficult you know, your point earlier about the 500 grand a week for this player and the 500 grand a week for that player. I think it's difficult for, for people like myself included to look at it just strictly from a football standpoint, because it's a lot more than football as to why their salaries are where they are. And that's, that's a hard pill for a fan like myself to swallow because 
I don't get to see what monetary value your jersey sales bring or just your brand in of itself brings to the club. I'm just looking at it going, you had a bad week or you had a good week. So I think it's difficult for me to to wrap my brain around that sometimes. But I think, you know, as a as a fan, I do have to kind of step back and go, mm. there's a there's a lot more to it than just the five hundred grand a week um, that, that goes into each of each one of these players. <laughs> and I think Glad you brought that up because it was a there's a video that circulated and Manchester United, I mean Man United put it out anyway, and then how out of touch these players are because they're getting paid. You see, like you're talking about how uh, they're dancing, taking pictures and practice and doing all this bullshit. Whereas fans, we want them to be like, dude, you fucking hurt us this week. Don't this not fun, man. What we go through is not fun as fans. What you do is collect a paycheck. They're collecting a paycheck. I'll get back to that. They're collecting a paycheck. They're going doing their thing. They collect the paycheck, and they just go home. Boom. They go home, do their thing. This is where I know you say we're delusional fans. Yeah, we're delusional because we give, we care. You know what I mean? We, I think we, you can we still no, care uh, and we, still be realistic. We invest about too much in this club for these players not to give a shit about the way we feel. How do we know that though? That's what, that's might be my yeah, point, dude. I mean, if I'm pissed off at this pot, do I want to do this pot every week? You see, if we don't win, if we're t- still talking about the same thing, no, I don't. I, I struggle just, I, every fucking time. You know, but you know what? Teeth pulled. And I still, we still do this shit. You know what I mean? I just think for me, when you look at things, it's it's not that it's unfair to say. I just think it's difficult for me to gauge or even understand that if a player has a bad game, that they're going to go home and go, well, I'm getting 400 grand a week. I think it's going to hurt them because they're humans. And I think they they understand that the vitriol that's coming and the hate that's coming, and for some of these guys, it's racial abuse that's coming. I don't think it's a happy place for them to be in either. And so I think, again, it's difficult for us to separate that, and myself included, because the numbers don't make sense. That's why I call it Monopoly Money, because it doesn't make any sense that you would take a man, they're just people, and you would look at him and you would say, I'm going to give you half a million dollars to play a game. And that's yeah, what I'm saying. But yeah, it's I'm telling you, well, I've told you a man is not worth that much. You're like, well, you have to give him that much. I was like, you fuck, do. you don't have to give him much. Fuck that. You, you do. So what you're, so you're saying, what you're saying is we need to stop being competitive with the other players. Other Who clubs are we competitive you? with? Our own selves? In we're the Premier competing. League. In the Premier League. Who are we competitive with? So we're seventh right now, right? Yeah. Who so are we competitive with si- on salaries? On salaries. Who are we competitive Liber- with? Liverpool. No. Manchester no. City. Look it up. Look it look it up. We are number one in go, salaries go, in the fucking to, in Premier your, League. Your, and we're seventh. Go to your phone right now and you will see that the top players at, at each of those clubs I just named, they have players that are on the exact same salaries. Again, and just I'll because, tell you, just, I'll tell you, four of the top five players that the highest paid players in Premier League play for whom? You see, they play for United. They okay. should be. Pl- One they, player and, plays for fucking uh, City. 
We and are the first. We okay for the product that we put on the field. We're overpaying for that product because we're number one in salary. Okay, again, again I keep no. Okay, we're I'll number keep, three I'll keep going back. in the world by, by PSG, Real Madrid, and us. Okay, so these players who are getting this money, <laughs> who, who, who are stealing fraud. this money, they're fraud. They're fraud. They should get arrested fr- for fraud. These frauds who are stealing this money, is it their fault that they're on these crazy salaries, or is it the simple fact that they pay for Manchester United? If I came to you and I said, "Hey, hey, Sus, I'm I'm gonna give you two hundred grand a week," I know me and you'd be like, "Hey, sounds like a pretty good deal. Think I could do that? What do I got to do? We well, got to play football." And another club came along and said, "I'm gonna give you four hundred grand a week." I don't think for two seconds you would go. Nah, you know what? I don't deserve four hundred grand a week. I just don't. I just don't. I, I, I know I worked my butt off. I know I played through the academy. I know I've beat out all these other players. I know I made it to this club, but I don't need four hundred grand. You know, I know I, I know I'm gonna make money for the club. I know people are gonna want to come see me. I understand that, but I'm not worth four hundred grand a week. I just think it's difficult for fans to separate the two. Um, and like I said, my Self included, I get I get caught up in it, and you know this guy's making how much, and what did he do this weekend? Um, yes, it, it's got to be difficult, but I think the the major point for me is um, let's understand who we are first before we start talking about who we're competing against. I think you know any of these major clubs; these are the salaries that these players are on. That's just that's where we are, and that's really what we've been. If you look, if you look back into our history, we 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 did pay big for Cantona at the time. The money that we paid for him was outrageous, but that's the money that we paid for Cantona. And people back then said that's way too much money. If you look at York's contract when York was signed, people said twelve million dollars. How could you give one man that? But that's what I'm saying. That's where you're going to continue to grow your commercial success. Where's the return on investment on them? Will allow you to pay players more money. And so I understand your point. You know, you, you spend the money, but I think that's what, return you're gonna have to, that's what you're going to have to continue to do. Return on every, investment, you see. What's the return on investment? You keep, saying, you, you keep saying that, but how many players were with Yorkie when he played? What's the return on investment? You're not going to answer the question. You keep saying the same thing. We have the five highest players in Premier League. What are, where's our where's our our Oh, I right now. Okay, Where gonna, is the I'm return gonna, of us, Minisi? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. I want you to answer each time that I say this. Okay. That's fine. Do you do you think Scott McTominay should be starting for us week in and week out? No. Do you think Fred should be starting for us week in and week out? No. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, come on, keep it real. Compared to whom? The club he's at, the the center backs that because are there. Because the fa- I'm gonna say no because. Of the recent See, form. Skipping. Last year? Last year, yes. Okay. I'll keep going. Paul nice. Pogba. Paul no. Pogba. No. Okay. Okay. Aaron Wambasaka. Mm, this year's no. Nope. No. 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 Aaron Wambasaka. Right now, today, no. Aaron Wambasaka. Okay. Luke Shaw. No. Do you see my point? Do you see what, what I'm trying are, to okay, say to you? Add up all their wages. 
See, this is add the, up is, all the wages, EC. Like, this is the scapegoat. What? Well, add up all the wages? No, 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 scapegoat. I will do that. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. And when I do send that, send it to I me, to... and we'll talk about it next week. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. See, you this, see, this is... you skate. You skate past the reality. Add up all the wages. Add up all the wages. You want to talk about failed players? We fucking put the whole fucking team on there. You keep talking about money. Other than and I keep. You keep talking return about return on investment, EC. And I keep trying to tell you money. That's I'll an investment. I'm making you I'll right. Let you finish. No, no, I'll no. no. I'm just saying. I'm paying a wage. That's an investment I'm making in you to you produce. Finish. You don't produce, then why am I paying you this wage? So I let you finish. Let me finish now. You've named. I've named six players. You've told me all of them shouldn't even be on the pitch, but yet you continue to tell me that these players are the problem and that because they're on these wages these huge wages you can't get rid of them that that they're on these huge wages that's the reason why we should be getting these trophies that's the problem right there the yorks the Roonies, the 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 all the greats the ferdinands all of those guys didn't play with these players who did not deserve to be on the pitch but the ones now you just named, I just said them, you said don't deserve, don't deserve, don't deserve, don't deserve. They're the product. But you're waiting on this investment of trophies and champions leagues and all these finals. These are the players that you just said shouldn't even be out there playing. Yeah. But they're on huge wages, so they should be performing. I don't understand. You just said they're not good enough. So why they don't produce the match? Last so year two- last year you see you said we came in second place. So uh Ole did something. Right. They produced last year, but what about this yeah. year? So no, no, no. I mean, so yes. they got contract extensions, or they got based on performance. So you now going, this year they should going. give their money back. Then right by that you rationale, going. by that rationale, they should give their money back. That makes zero sense. Oh my god, the... dude! Oh my god! Tell her, oh my god! Say, oh my god! Oh my god! You said it way better than Daddy said it. Just so you know. The way that you said it was way cuter and way better than Daddy said it. Just so you know. <laughs> listen, you're a star, kid. Just so you know this. And listen, keep playing good soccer out there. I know you're playing. I'm very proud of you. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I just think that it does, like people keep looking at it, and this is why I always get upset with the, the old school to the new. It's difficult for me to look at players that are out there now and go, you're an issue when I know good and hell well most of y'all shouldn't even be out there playing. <laughs> All right. And they and people keep going. People keep going. Well, but but they, but they are. And I and so why don't they just why doesn't it just win? Why don't we just we're united? Pay for the badge. I, it's I don't not get it. that man. It's just it is effort, that. dude. I mean, uh, dude. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's putting on a fucking. Oh. Oh my gosh. Dude, okay, you, you know daddy, what? Hey, I'm gonna hey pull the statistic. Gonna hey, okay. I'm gonna tell you this real quick. <laughs> and I know I know you're gonna fucking this is gonna blow your mind, but you know uh, 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 Scott, uh, uh Ward Prowse has better statistics than Paul Pogba in the past five years. Good for what what's Ward done with his career? What's his career looking like? He has better statistics. How many World Cups has he won again? None. How many how many European best you player mean, of the years has uh, he France, won? You mean? No. No, no, I'm talking about for United. How many how many European players of the year Scott has World Prowse got? Prowse is a better all-around player than Paul Pogba. You're not going to answer By the question? By statistics. You're not going to answer the question? I'm telling you this. Hey, how he, many trophies? Hey, he plays has, for Southampton. How many trophies has he lifted again? 
for his club? None. So how many has Paul lifted for the club? One, two, sorry. Three. You know, you missed one. Three of them. Oh, you sorry. said World Prowse. Community Shield. You said World. Right? You said World Prowse, who plays for a lesser club. A lesser club. Depending on. It doesn't have the biggest budget like we do, right? Who's depending doesn't on. Doesn't have a bigger budget than we do. But yet so he, does more, he, he does I, more with I less. I see what you do. He does more do. with less. He does I more with less. Scott Ward-Prowse does more with less. I'm just saying, when the, I'd rather the, have him than Paul Pogba, and that goes to show we overplay for fucking players. When Period. The, when the, when the going get gets tough. everywhere, and we have a the, bunch of jags on our team. Anyways, let's move gets, on. Let's move on. When the going we, gets tough. You run to money every time, if you notice that. Every time the conversation gets hey, too tough, you go, we pay them less, though. Why do we pay World Price? Only, why is he only worth 30000 a week and Pog was worth $500 million? And why does I don't he produce get more? it. Why does he produce more? And done what with his production? But what has he done with his production? What has he done with his production? No, no, you always say, no, no, you always say, well, Paul doesn't You're have any, answer my anybody question else or no? him to, to do anything. You're not going to answer my question? Well, look at Scott Ward-Prowse. I mean, he's fucking putting up numbers, and he has shit players to What's play What's he done him. with that so production? He's done, he's done more with nothing. So, so what's he done with that, that production? So what has he produced Pogba with that production? Bullshit, then. What's he done with that production again? I don't. I don't. I want to hear what his team he's has done with the production. More. What's he done with that production? More what, sense, what has he lifted? More goals. More, uh, more chances. So more individual stats. Individual, individual stats. Those are great. Individual stats. But yet, so no, individual no, no. stats. But the same, the same argument that you always said about Paul Pogba not, not having players around him. James Ward Prowse doesn't. doesn't. So what has he done with so those Paul players Pogba, no, around him? Paul Pogba produce? He has. Not as much as James Ward Prowse. Individually or as a team? Can he? Can he give more assists? More chances? More goals? So, are we talking about individuals or team? What are we talking about? Oh my God, dude, EC, EC, you know what are we talking you, about? You and you, goddamn well know that fucking Southampton and Manchester United are on the same level as a team with monies and everything. You, you know that. You brought him you up. Have I didn't bring that. it. But I'm telling you, James Ward Prowse is a better fucking player than Paul Pogba. Period. How? In what sense? Statistically. Period. So, so his statistics make him a better player. Even though when I bring up statistics, you say they're crap. But now the statistics, which have amounted to no, nothing I'm in using, his career. I'm using your, I'm using your argument against you. I'm using your argument against you. And he plays he on play a shitty for? team. And he plays on a team that's probably getting relegated every other fucking five years. Who's he play for internationally? What's his international club? England. And he plays for England. So what's he done for England? How many trophies have they lifted? Again. Zero, but you want to bring up James Ward Prowse, dude? You make no sense. He's lifted no trophies at his club. He's lifted no trophies for his country. Pogba's done both. Yet he still has better gone. statistics in the Premier League than Paul Pogba. You know what? The individual stats are so great. I'm at so a lesser club, at a lesser club. No, no, I just, I just want to say that has better stats. No, no, I just want to put that at a lesser club. So Paul Pogba had every everything at his fingertips, but yet James Ward Prowse outplayed his ass. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, outplayed to, him how? Huh? Outplayed him how? And statistics wise, he outplayed his ass. He runs circles around Paul Pogba. Let's let's move on to uh, this weekend. So make match. some sense next time about let's the players that you bring up. Let's move on to I mean, let's you make see sure this... that they actually do something with their careers as a team, and then you can talk about players. Then you can bring up oh, players. Okay, Don't bring up right. individual stats. Bruno Fernandez, Part Two Point James World Prowse. 
who's lifted nothing in his career, but he's a better player than Paul Pogba. Get out of here. That makes no sense whatsoever. Go on to your next topic of, of James Ward-Prowse and how great he is of a player because he's better than Pogba because he has more assists and more goals. Yeah, Paul this, Pogba this, wants 500000 a week yeah, Paul, for what? Potential? Because he hasn't done shit. With he's us. lifted three trophies since he's been at United. Uh, he's lifted four Scudettos when he was at Juventus. He's won three other Italian titles. He's, he's lifted, lifted a or people around trophy. him. Because that, that's, that's your argument. That's what you need. That's what you that's have what to you, have. Okay. Well, then James Will Prowse doesn't have nobody around him. And he sells better statistics. So Period. So anyways. What's he do for England? What's he done for England? Zero. Nothing. And he has great players around him. You make no sense. Throw him in the trash can. That oh make that God. argument makes no Anyways. sense whatsoever because England is a Paul great team a jag, with a trash jag, coach. Jag, 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 jag. It's hard. Just to another it's hard guy. Period. Put in front of your face. It's hard for you to swallow. Yeah, five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand a week. Five hundred thousand a week. You do. You know what? Trust me. With, see, if, don't, go, don't ever become an investment. Don't ever become an investment banker because I'll never give my money to you. Cause you're you don't a, have to you, give me money, me. No, you don't know. Yeah, because you bet I'm you bet money on some ponies. You bet money on some ponies that just don't. You're losers right now. But I'm gonna give you all. You bet money on Paul. Individual Pumper. stats right. are way more important than lifting topic, trophies. Man. That's clear. Topic, but you, you still have to get last word. Let's go. Let's yes, of course I do. Let's move on. Norwich City this weekend. Norwich City. What's gonna happen? I can. Law of averages. Law of averages, you see. I can predict the unpredicted. <laughs> What's going to wind up happening is we're going to win that game 2-1. to one. And then I think what will wind up happening at that point is people will be on a wave of how great we are again. I'm sorry. I gave the headphones to my daughter. So what would you say? Score prediction? 2-1 to one United. 2-1. to one. And then everyone's back on the wave again of how great it's going to be. With the new manager, See, everyone's going to be excited. Hasn't, everyone's going to be pumped. Haven't, hasn't Vegas told you something, EC? Law of averages, EC. I said, well, I went with law of averages. Dude, you look like, you know, you look at the Chappelle show right now with the, when he, uh, when he's a uh, little John. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what you look like right now, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Law of averages, EC. Come on, you have to say nil nil or one one at Norwich. Law of averages. Seriously, I told you last week, and what happened? We got burned. We got burned bad. All right. One nil. One nil to Everton, EC. I think Everton got lucky. I think you can agree with that. It was a lucky goal, but they got it. Why they got lucky off of whom? Our captain, my captain. It had, it had Aaron Maguire and went in, but I, but ultimately, like like I said, I think the club has been Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for years. I don't think that's going to change in a week. They played like crap. They're going to play good. Um, they'll play good against Norwich, and I think that's just the way it's going to go. <laughs> they play good against Norwich. I mean, all right. Hi. Hi. How are you? Did you have a good day at school today? Yes. What did you learn today? Did you do recess or PE or Um, what did you learn? I didn't go to recess today because no one was so silly that I I couldn't go to 
That's why we can't go to recess. Oh, they weren't yeah, acting so good, so everybody got in trouble. Somebody else. This is news to me that you're telling me at nine forty nine five in the evening that you got in trouble because you're being silly. This is not something you break on my podcast. <laughs> this is bo- listen. This sweetie Finish is saying what we that call Manchester United. This is what, what? we call podcast gold. What is happening right now? What? What? Last time we go to the dentist. The dentist? Yeah. So you love Manchester United. Come on. Okay. Hurry up. Well. You, were you going to tell me about your cavities you? that you don't have because you brush your teeth every so you night? you love Manchester United? Um. Or are you a city fan? Sorry, I get this on you. No, she's not a city fan. You like you like United or do you like uh, what's the name of your soccer team? All right, give me the name. Um, like and, and Nicholas. All right. Oh, okay. I'll see you later. <laughs> see what you that, did, my friend. See what you did. You even that my daughter doesn't even want to follow Mattress tonight because of you, because you, you gave her such a negative one. opinion. I think she just brought joy to the to the podcast. I thought that was great. <laughs> Love you. Thank you. Uh, All right. Awesome. So you say two one. All right. I am saying law of averages. Law of averages. Easy. This club has broke my heart. I would. You know. I'm gonna say one one. That's being generous. I would assume it's gonna be. One nil. I know it's gonna be a two Norwich. We're gonna lose, and which it's not a bad thing. If we lose, I'm not gonna be sad. You know why? Because it gets us closer to the bottom. We're not gonna make Europa League, and it gives Ten Hag a chance to evaluate these players in a full season and a full like lineup. Like you're gonna train from Monday through Thursday, you know, or Monday through Friday. Rather than have to worry about traveling <coughs> to fucking the outskirts of fucking but fucking Egypt on, th- on Wednesday night, play <laughs> and, you know wherever you're gonna play and then come back and then have to play a game again, um, I think that's gonna be that that'll be beneficial. So uh, I'm thinking nil nil or one one a draw basically. I'm hoping for a loss uh, so it gets me back on here to to. Talk shit to EC again about how the <laughs> players don't give a shit and whatever. So that's what I'm thinking. And hopefully by the time, guys, hopefully by the time we talk again, uh, we have a ten hack confirmant. Conf- confirmation. Not confirmant. My bad. Uh, confirmation. And, I mean, we'll see what happens after that. But EC, I hope you and your family have a happy Easter. All right? Yes, we. I think it's going to be a great weekend. We're going to have a hopefully a dope Easter, great Easter egg hunt, a good day at church, all of the things. I hope you and your family enjoy your weekend too. Long weekend. I think the golf tournament's going to go great. Family's going to be able to hang out. Looking forward to seeing the pictures of the girls in their best dresses. So it's going to be going to be a good weekend. As well, Easy. Wish you all a happy Easter. Uh, thank y'all. I mean, it's been a, another year. 
We're at pod number 93, going to be soon to be 100, but um, every Easter we have to give thanks for everything we have, and uh, I give thanks that uh, I have you as, my, as, as a very good friend, very, you know, one of my best friends. Uh, we do this podcast for y'all, uh, people that do listen, and um, this is the time that we do need to give thanks and uh, help, help each other out. I'm getting all choked up because um, I love y'all. I love UEC. And um, y'all take care and have a happy Easter and uh, Lucky Diaz where you at. Amber is the color of-